Welcome to Beauty and the Mess, redefining what it means to have it all and how to find fulfillment in life. And now your host, transformational life coach and creator of the active word line, Beauty and the Mess, Robin Emmerich. Welcome to Beauty and the Mess. We've got Zach Horvath here with founder of Live a Great Story. Thank you for being here. Sure to be here, Robin. So tell us what Live a Great Story is. If, if you're here in Austin, Texas, you see the Live a Great Story murals all around town. My particular favorite is Town Lake, where mm, I run. That's the best one. Yes, and so tell us, what is Live a Great Story? Yeah, so Live a Great Story, as it looks now, like five years in, is really kind of a lifestyle media company. So if you were to define what we do, we tell stories, we host events, and we sell things that say Live a Great Story, like the shirt, stickers, Which flags. I love. Thank you. Felt good. It was like kind of cold, overcast. So yes. I was like, all right, we got to go with the half sleeves, not a full jacket today. <laughs> and I love the red. <laughs> yeah, red pops, red shoes, all good. Um, so that's what we do, but really like why we do it, I think is more important. And I think that really boils down to the idea that when you and me and all of us embrace who we are and like our journey and really move forward in our authenticity, then that inspires other people to do the same. And if we want to leave the world a better place than we found it, then the best way to do that is to be ourselves and to really continue growing and, and spending time with good people and learning and giving back and um, flexing our superpowers and things like that. And so I think that really at the core of why we exist is to inspire people to just keep moving forward and to keep being themselves. And we kind of do that through a lot of different ways and have done that through the years, a lot of different um, strategies and ideas, but really just having fun with it and, and just trying to encourage people to be the hero of their story. I, I love that. So five years now, and you know, I, I love what you're saying about really being yourself because that's the core of what I do and, and helping people to really understand how to be themselves. So five years ago when you started, what was that like having such a large mission and like such a huge vision. What was that vision like when you first started? Non-existent. <laughs> I, I love that because that's yeah. most often the case, right? Yeah, I think so. The the origins of where Live Grace Story grew out, it was really like my journey of trying to do pretty much everything I just talked about and really trying to figure out who I am, what am I doing, what's, why am I here, you know, um, and then what am I excited about and how can I do something cool with that and like live a life that I'm proud of. And right. so that journey definitely started for a long time. Like I've always been kind of inherently interested in my story. Yeah. Can you kind of, you know, I've done a lot of research on you. So can you kind of backtrack a little bit about how you were really raised in that environment and yeah. how that inspired you to learn more about yourself at such a young age? Yeah, I think... I think there's, I mean, you can go back pretty far. My dad's Hungarian and my family moved over to do kind of mission work in Romania. And so growing up, like moving at, you know, barely able to speak or like, you know, learn like very early development years. I'm growing up in a pretty crazy, like Eastern European country, had just come out of communism and, and really like being an American where, you know, they hadn't really had Americans and like a lot of the kids that I was with. so. I think that that journey of like understanding that for myself is, you know, definitely like a young, young, young kid. Yeah. Um, it's probably where it all started. And then 
kind of through that process of figuring out who I was and, and everything and then moving back to the States. And so I think there's a lot there that definitely played a big part of it. And then uh, really, I think that the next chapter of that um, came from, well, I guess on the artistic side, something I don't talk about too much is I always wanted to be, I always for a long time wanted to be different than everybody else. And so like, especially in Hungary, I think I was different. I was American, you know, I had like different, I spoke a different language, like different things like that. And then when I moved back to the States, I was like, I very vividly remember like in fourth and fifth grade dressing differently. Like I wanted to, like so everybody you, was you doing wanted this. to be different. I wanted to be different. Yeah. I wanted to like stand out and I don't know where that comes from, but it was definitely like a real thing. Like I used to paint my shoes. I would like draw my shoes. Like I painted my nails like in fifth grade, sixth grade. And um, just kind of always like everybody was doing this and I would do it differently. So that's your essence. You were able to live in that essence at that age. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And really like practice that. Um, and, and, and I had great parents that encouraged it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so, but I always like wanted to do that, um, be a different, be different than other people. And looking back on it, what now I realized was that I didn't really want to be different just for the sake of being different. I just wanted to figure out who I was and through like stretching boundaries or like, like everybody's like, you need to do this. Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this because I want to do this or I want to do this. I want to do this and making really like individualized personal choices, you know, immature personal choices, but still like youth choices to take my route um, and not really what other people said I had to do. So I definitely think that a lot of this journey and like my live a great story story and and kind of the early seed stages of it came from really like pushing those boundaries of who I am and what I do and how people look at me and things like that uh, from the beginning. And uh, it probably was that way of like wanting to be different, but I realized that I just really wanted to be myself. And so and navigating, being, navigating that, which is interesting because for a lot of people, they feel different and try to fit in. So you kind of had an opposite journey of knowing that you wanted to be different and navigating it that way. Yeah. It's yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So back to how your family supported you and encouraged it. You know, that's really beautiful because a lot of parents don't know how to do that. How did your parents encourage it? I think that they, I think it just comes down to love. And I think that's a big one. It's like, maybe they didn't agree with things. And especially like in later years when it was kind of conflicting, that's kind of a different situation, but just kind of encouragement and support I think is such a big part of it and they were just really supportive really loving and really just there for us as kids Uh, and so that's like totally out of my control and like I'm super grateful for my parents for doing that because it was such I mean that's you know now like having grown up and seeing you know other people's families and and thinking about my future family and things and and then uh, talking about my about this with my sisters and and how we were raised and everything uh, I think it's just really like yeah it's just like a foundation of love which is really a cool thing powerful I I have chills and yeah I mean I've met both of your sisters and they you know I I love you all as a family have your own path and journeys and inspirations 
So when you first started, you had no vision, right? You had you had this like what this mission that was inside of you. Yeah. So take us through that and what it was like starting. Yeah. So kind of the evolution. There's a lot that happened. I've pretty much always been a creative entrepreneur, from drawing on my shoes to designing shoes to thinking about clothes. I was in the fashion and dance and things. And then, um, but when I was 20, I didn't go to college. And so when I was 22, I ended up buying a one-way ticket to Europe. And so that was really like, really where Live a Great Story as it looks now started. Because at some point during that route, vagabonding around Europe for seven months, um, I drew the phrase Live a Great Story in like a moleskin notebook that I was carrying around. And so that phrase kind of evolved out of talking to people about their stories and different people's lives from other countries and religions and backgrounds and travel and just all these like really cool concepts and being able to like talk to people over a dinner table or like you know in the streets or whatever at hostels and so through that experience that phrase live a great story evolved and so when I got back to Austin I was really inspired by that still I didn't know what I wanted to do I, I came back from traveling very specifically to like progress in my career I wanted I was like traveling is fun and it's awesome but like also I'm very much called to like build stuff and and create and like be in pursuit of something community is what you've really yeah Yeah. you've you've really done how long were you in europe seven months okay yeah wow so you came back i came back and i grabbed a can of red spray paint and one night i went out and spray painted three things actually one of them said if your life was a book would anybody read it Another one said, do you have campfire stories? And the third one was live a great story. And that's kind of the first real step where live a great story went out into the world. Other people saw it and it, people started just taking pictures of it and it started going on social media and people started hashtagging it and just started spreading. Wow. Yeah. So what kind of response were you getting from people? Um, Because I believe if I remember correctly, some of the people were doing videos and talking about it as well, right? Yeah, I mean, there was definitely a couple of years where you said, you know, what was this vision behind it? And like there was, like, I didn't have that grand vision and it's really been evolving ever since that first spray paint. And continues to, and right? continues to, yeah, for sure, um, which is the coolest part, I think. Mm-hmm. But, um, but what do people say how it affects them? It ranges so widely. And I think that's also one of the most inspiring parts is that like what in the early days when this was six years ago on Instagram, like it was not as crowded, there wasn't as much I would find, I would be able to like geotag or like hunt down people's posts and they would hashtag it or share Town Lake or whatever. And so, but I would find people and their captions were just like so wild to like see their understanding of it, like why they were inspired by it, what's the impact, like very emotional, um, authentic, real, like from life and death, health, family, love, relationships, business, career, like all these topics um, and like what it meant to them. And so like really through that process of like seeing all these different, I mean, the responses are the most broad spectrum because it really touches everybody. I think how it needs to like people feel what it means. That's that's, the beauty is that they feel it. Exactly. Right. Right. Wow. So with all of your experience and growing your brand, what would you say to a entrepreneur who is just starting out that has has a mission or 
somewhat of a vision, maybe no vision. What would, what would you say to that person? I think the biggest thing is just take action and just stick to it. And, and really, I think life is all about just continuing to move. And if you have an idea, like start on it and just take small steps and just just keep moving towards an idea. It might evolve, it might change, you might stop that for something else. But it's really, I think, about like falling in love with that process of whatever is that initial spark for that person and chasing that because we all have an idea of something and a, and a really a why behind it. and. It's like we're never gonna fully manifest that. It's never gonna entirely come to life as we expect. It's never gonna, we're never gonna cross off. Right. I did this, you know. Um, but it's about the the journey of moving towards that. And so I think that through one of the biggest lessons, undoubtedly, is that through action, we fall in love with the journey of doing something. And so that's such a huge part of it. Is like if you think about the fact that you're never going to arrive to that finish line, like mm -hmm. definitely like a big, right. That mindset. Right. Yeah. It's like, we're never going to get there. It's like, but it's the going and like the getting there that is so important. And so, um, it's, it's a really hard one, but just like, it's just the consistency and the persistency of, of moving forward. And that's kind of a very broad answer. There's lots right. of very specific lessons that I've learned. Right. But I think in general, like each of that applies to business owners, but also to life, life people, like right. all of us in life. It's like, what are we moving towards? What are we seeking? What is our journey? And it's like, just keep going down your journey. And like through that pursuit of walking your path, you'll see more, you'll learn more, you'll take next steps. Yeah. And then that inspires other people. Right, right. And you know what I what I love about what you've done is that you've created this lifestyle brand that is is worldwide. Yet you are also so involved in the Austin community. Can you talk a little bit about that as an entrepreneur because you know there's so much controversy over social media and how it can be so disconnecting. Yet, you know, I think that you do a great job with your brand of having that connection through social media as well as on a smaller local, local scale. Yeah, I think definitely one thing I've learned, especially in the beginning, it kind of spread really far, but with breadth and, and width, it's really hard to focus. And especially since the conference happened and leading up to the conference and a lot of hyper local stuff, we're even focusing more on Austin. We're gonna tell more Austin stories. We're gonna to go to more Austin events. We're gonna support more Austin missions and ideas and communities and collaboration because- and What inspired you, yeah. When you can just do this with people and, and you can like sit down and be a part of someone's life together and doing that with other people is so powerful. and. We lose a lot of that in digital and some people do a really great job of staying in touch digitally and I think I do a decent job but I would much rather prefer to be in a room with other people to be talking about ideas and, and really just having cool conversations and things where I can like touch people and we can like be together and be excited and like yeah. that contagious energy is really powerful and, and so I think that even you know if you can make money all over you can definitely make money in a one place and, and it's like if you can just focus then you can go deeper local you can um, connect more local you can do so much more 
in one area that can so you feel like you can so really make further. an impact yeah for sure here that's gonna take you totally. further yeah like for, for us very specifically right now looking forward into 2020 it's like how can we like essentially tell as many Austin stories and use those stories to move people to action and so uh, that have like um, a, a, an in-person community aspect mm -hmm. so really that's our thing because those stories even if you're not in Austin you're still gonna get inspired by that person that's doing this you're still gonna right. want to be you know inspired by the impact that this person's making in this you know sector of, or right. whatever and so those stories can spread and Austin's obviously like the coolest place we have a lot of really cool things yes, happening it is. <laughs> Austin's the best. Uh, and so if we do that really well in here that'll that will concentrate that energy we can really support people by shining our light on them telling their story supporting their initiatives with our audience and our community and then that creates this like magnetic force that not only brings people closer together here, but can like ripple out right. all over. Right, it, it's a ripple effect. I, I love that. You know, I spoke at Austin Design Week today and I had a woman approach me and ask how to move out of your home office space. She said, I've got a beautiful home office space, but I really want more connection with other entrepreneurs. She's like, how, how did you move out of your creative space at home and start working in coffee shops? And I think that more and more people are wanting to connect, especially as entrepreneurs, even you know, stay-at-home moms, anything that is isolating is now something that people want to start getting out of and, and connect. For sure. And I think that that's a, a newer thing that's you know, becoming very important as well for mental health. I 100% agree with that and, and definitely have a couple of examples. I mean, I've been there where I'm like blinders on, computer, you know, headphones, you know, just not about other people and, and you know, just I need to work. I gotta, I gotta do my own thing. I gotta build <laughs> my stuff on my computer. And really, and, and it, there are, seasons of that where you have right. to you know shut out everybody else and get your grind on and like right but and then there's social and it's always a flow but for sure um very specifically like leading up to the conference i got out in the city i was doing tons of events i was talking to people i was just like super out there filming a bunch of videos and, and everything and like the energy that it gave me was like immense off the and charts like measurable i saw I was it like, oh my god yeah for sure on social and it was just like yeah, crazy you were at acl yeah and for those of you that don't know you just had your first live a great story conference a week ago correct very recently so yeah. and you're you'll be having another one next year yeah okay yeah in austin in austin do you we have a date yet austin for a while yeah it is september 18th through okay, the twentieth, so this year was one day. It was okay. all day Saturday, and this one's gonna be two nights. So we'll do like Friday afternoonish uh, evening, all day Saturday, and then something on Sunday. So and this, so, what did you find with bringing people together for that first conference? There's just so like exactly what you just said about that lady. Like she's looking for her people. She's looking to like connect with people. And like we essentially like the the core idea of the conference was connection. Like how can we create a space and a time and a foundation for people to connect more deeply? 
and to have time to talk and to have time to like get to know people and to ask questions and um, and so overwhelmingly the response was I can't believe I met so many awesome people today like I, I needed this for this time I've seen these people on Instagram I you know like connecting like this in person has given me so many more ideas and very like people were like yeah like I've very specifically, um, a, a guy was like, I've spent the last year on my computer, moved to Austin, haven't gone out, been blinders on, and he's like, I, and I saw this conference a week ago, in the last week leading up to this, in the last couple of days after it, it has changed my life more than the wow. entire last year of like, my business is set up for the next steps, I've met the people I needed to meet, like, you know, just over and over, and so many people felt that exact same way, and it's like, that was it, because that's what I wanted too, it's like, I just wanna right. do this, I wanna talk with people, I want to support other people's ideas. I want to, you know, work together and collaborate. And 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 I and like a big, so much a big part of it is like the rising tide lifts all ships. And it's like us doing stuff together, like independently together, not only helps each of us by ourselves, but it helps us like this, and it also helps so many more people. Right. So it's like, and it's it's a really interesting time in the world that we live in, where they're like. I don't believe competition exists. Like there's infinite Agreed. opportunity for everybody. We can all eat, we can all build really cool businesses. We can all, you know, make the money that we need to make. And it's really through like being ourselves and it takes owning that journey to, to make that happen. But it's not other people are gonna restrict that. It's, it's us and by ourselves and ourselves. And it's like, if we can support each person on that mission, we can do so much cool stuff, and especially here in Austin. And yeah, I yeah. I love that. So you know, doing all that you do, what do you do to fuel yourself so that you have the stamina to do everything? I that's a good question. I mean, I I don't really feel like I run out of energy. Um, I throughout not, throughout building everything. Yeah, wow. and, and especially like. Because I think there was an interesting, um, in Austin Startups yesterday, someone posted about, like, you, if you're a startup founder, you got to work 100 hours. And oh it was like, and like <laughs> you can't build a, the guy was like, you can't build a, you're not running a startup if you're not working 100 hours. He's like, this figure in Austin, and it blew up. There was like 140 comments, everybody chipped in. I was like one of the first to like, and, I, and, and it was an interesting thing. And it's like, that's such an old school mentality. Like, if you're oh, not yeah. like... If you're not, if you're not sleeping at your desk, you're not gonna make it in the world. And and it's like, like, why do you have to do that? You know, like, why you're forsaking your relationships, your health, your fun, your creativity, like, pushing yourself that much. And so, and and for what? And and I think that so much of the answer to your question about the stamina and everything, it's like. I'm not trying to get anywhere. Like I'm not trying to sprint through the marathon. I'm just trying to be able to run forever, you know? And I'm not trying to, like I always say, like I'm not trying to do this to stop doing this. I just want to do this forever. And so, um, so it's in really that, your mindset. it's really that. It's like, if I want to stop working, I don't work. I want to go to the green belt with my girlfriend, we go to the green belt. You know, I want to like sleep in on a Tuesday, then I do that. And, and then other too. times I'm like, let's grind. <laughs> like I'm like yeah. last night I was editing video. We have so much video from the conference and I was just like, you know, 11 o'clock at night, just like cutting stuff together. And it's like, so it sounds like you really let yourself be in flow with where you're at. For sure. Right. And, and that's the same I've learned to, to do to allow myself to continue to grow. Yeah. And it's, it's, it takes, it takes 
seeing the fringes of that. Like sometimes you can be too much in flow and you're just like in bed all day and like not working and doing it. And then the other side of it, you know, I have been like the conference was an intense one or the, the guide last year was like mm-hmm. really intense. And, and, you know, sometimes you have to stretch yourself. Um, but it's really like, I think asking ourselves, like, why are we doing what we're doing? Yes. And, and it's like, if you are burning yourself out, if you're overexerted, if your health suffers, like whatever, like that's not like, you know, we're creatives, we're entrepreneurs because mm-hmm. it's like a lifestyle and, and we want to be able to continue doing that. It's not like we're just trying to like get to this point where we retire and, you know, hang yeah. on a hat and like yeah. we're at 65 done. It's like, there's more to it. And when you, there's more after 65, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We're going to be a long time doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So any other advice that you have for someone who wants to create their vision of how they want to change the world? You got to hang around people that are doing it. Perfect. Plain and simple. Like if you want to do something, find people that are doing things because like it's interesting conversations it's learning from people that have been there before it's just so um, time save, saving <laughs> yeah you can learn so much so quickly by just i mean i'm great i'm so grateful that from an early age like in high school that i had mentors and then i didn't go to college and i had you know so many people were like don't go to college you know like that like i went i'm 25 26 28 and like i it was the biggest waste and i I'm doing whatever and I was okay cool or like I did this don't do this and like we all make mistakes you can't right. learn from everybody else's mistakes and not make your own because you got to make your own to tell the other people um, but I think in general like community is such a big part of it because you're like if you just hang out with movers and shakers that are like pushing that and like whether they're creative or musicians or impact and charities or you know, even at jobs or in hospitals or whatever, like be around the people. If you want to build something, if you want to do something with your life, you got to be around the people that are doing it because it's not a one person show. Like you need other people and it'll help you so much more to be around um, people that are doing that than trying to do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. So definitely top advice, like, you know, the, you are the five people you spend the most time with. Like that's for sure facts. And just find the best five people and mm-hmm. and then also give back to like the other people behind you I think it's another big one and help like when you're learning and when you're on that mission like there's always people that come before you but there's always people that come behind you and it's like right. how can you how can you on that journey like make sure that you're helping people like move forward too right right so at the essence it's all about cultivating those relationships and bringing balance to your your vision and time spent with people and and not forgetting to live right yeah to live that great story <laughs> and forget yeah and doing it I with other it. people is just so much more fun like it is when you're a silo and you're just by yourself like it's not fun it's like the like, grind it's yeah. that it's that feeling of constriction and isolation and grind yeah yeah i agree you can be so much more creative when you're in that energy with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Yes. Well, thank you for being here today. It's awesome. You can follow Zach at Live a Great Story. Um, com, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. It's all Live a Great all Story. All Great Story. Everything. Come say hi. Come hang out in Austin. Say hi online. Be a part of the action. Yay.
Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Beauty and the Mess. Feel free to visit Robin on Instagram at Robin underscore Emmerich. Keep on living your beautiful life and embrace the mess.